starting with Hashem Daf Pei, and we'll begin on the last line of Ayin Tesema Beis, but we're just jumping back to the Mishnah that we began on Ayin Tesema Beis, and we discussed the idea of a Sris. We had a Sris, uh, Sris Chama and a Sris Adam, which essentially a Sris Adam would be like a Petsuadaka. And we said that according to Rabbi Akiva, Sris Adam is better because he had a Shas HaKaisher, therefore he would be Chalitz, would be subject to Chalitza, according to, but a Sris Chama would not. And then Rabbi Lazar was the other way. So again, we discussed Rabbi Akiva yesterday, but now we're just going to, the Sugya is going to kind of jump around. We're going to get back to Rabbi Lazar, who holds different, the opposite of Rabbi Akiva, that a Sris Chama uh, would be um, Chalitz because it's subject to getting healed. And then we're going to talk about the simanim of the stress and some of the halachos in regards to a stress. How do we know what a stress is? So first, the Gemara starts, and this is not going to be the full price, but the first the Gemara starts, what we're going to pick up today, the last line of Ayatav Sama Beis, Hechi Dami Sris Chama. So what is a Sris Chama? Meaning Sris Chama, Rashi explained in the Mishnah that Sris Chama means somebody who was noilad. He was born, Sris Chama Mime Imai. That's how he came out of his mother's womb. So Hechi Dami Sris Chama, what is a Sris Chama? So Shishchama means that he never, he was never born, he never saw, uh, he was never kosher. Meaning, Rashi says. So, how do we know if he's a Shishchama? So if he urinates, but he does not make a kipa, like it means an arch, meaning it doesn't come out with force, that that his urine just kind of drips and it doesn't come out with force. Now, um, on Amad Beis, we're going to have, this will be one of the simanim that we have, but there's going to be a whole bunch of simanim stress. So the Mepharshim Yedotesi here discusses, well, why did we pick one? We're going to have a whole bunch. Why do we pick one specifically? And there are those, some Mepharshim, so they say it's Labdavka, meaning we're just giving an example, but any of the simanim stress would be considered a simon of stress. And we'll see what nafkamina, meaning when, at what point do we make a mistress? It's dependent. Do you need all of them? Do you need only one of them? And then, you know, it depends on some other things. There's some contingencies. So we'll see that on my base. But, um, so then the question is, why did Abaye pick Dafka this one? And there are some of that want to answer that the reason we, we picked Matomayim is because the other ones are, are ones that will sprout later or will become nicker later. Um, as far as in regards to urinating, you could see that either right away or at a very young age. And therefore, it would be the earliest or the first simon the first clue that something was wrong with this child, that he was not born, or he or she was not born um, like a regular, like other child, would be the ability um, in regards to matomayim that he is when, when, he, when he urinates, when he goes to the bathroom. Okay, mimai hava. So now, what causes the stress chama, which may, we said mimai So what did the mother, essentially, what did the mother do wrong to create this situation? So the Gemara says a couple of different ways. The afya ime b'tiara, that his mother baked in, in high noon, meaning it was very hot, and then she was around the oven, and there was just too much, hot, uh, there was too much heat going on, and it created issues in her pregnancy. Vishasya shechra marka, or she drank the shechra marka. So Rashi is two different, um, uh, uh, two different lashenis. Either it's shecher mazug, so it's some sort of beer that was diluted, or some say very, very, it was very, very dummy uh, chazak, that it was very strong. Okay, so no alcoholic beverages. You drink alcoholic beverages while, pre- while pregnant, and therefore, it now messed up the child. Yeah, Surgeon General's warning, right? Okay, Amr Rav Yosef, Hainu de Shemana La'ami. This is what I, I heard Rav Ami say, Damar kol shemimei I didn't know what causes, what causes this. Now, 
We're still in Rabbi Akiva's world, so we want to, Rabbi Akiva held that a Sris Adam, Cincinnati Shasta Kaisher, is subject to Chalitza, <laughs> either if the husband was a, a Sris Adam or the Yavim was a Sris Adam, as we discussed yesterday. A Sris Chama is not going to be. So the Gemara is going to ask, well, why does a Sris Chama not have to do Chalitza? Why aren't we concerned that maybe within a period of time, the Sris got cured, and maybe, we know, we already said yesterday that becomes a Sris Chama or whatever it is by Misa, but maybe, maybe at some point, how do, how do we know that at every single point, like you don't get, wake up and take a Sris test every single day, so how do we know that it did not get healed at, at some point, and therefore, okay, uh, and, and, and therefore we should have to require him to do Chalitza, okay, and, and the Aruchaner just really asks us a question and he gives an answer, but why aren't we miming him on his original Sris Chai? What's the Gemara asking? Like, as far as we knew he was a Sris, why do we have to be a he's not a Sris? And he answers that he says, when we talk about the development of a person, it's natural. It's a natural order of things. So there is no Chazaka. We've seen a similar, we spoke about a similar idea when we talked about Shanim, that if it becomes a Gadol, that you can't be miming on something that's going to that's gonna change. So a little bit of a similar idea, and that was brought down in the Rishonim, but this is a little bit of a similar idea, that since the child is naturally grows. They're expected to grow, have Cyrus at a certain point. They're expected to sprout and grow. And it's a meach. That's the natural order of things. So therefore, we, sh- we can't be maimed on a cheska ches- sris at, from a young age. That as a person develops, there is a natural order of things. So you don't have a chazaka on that. It's not, chazaka is on something that kind of is, was, and is assumed not to change. But something that is assumed to change, you wouldn't have a chazaka. So therefore, the Gemara is now asking, so that gives a little bit of flavor to the question over here. So why are we assuming if a, if a child generally develops? Just because it was a stress, maybe, and since, since it can get cured, like we said, it can get cured. So why, why are we assuming that he's a stress forever? Why shouldn't we require a chalitza just in case? So the Gemara says, Since at the beginning he's a Sris, since at the end he's a Sris, okay, everybody's a Sris, so therefore we're not going to be concerned. So now this is talking about a, in Bechiris, a animal with a mum, certain types of mumin in regards to the eyes. Okay, either he has, uh, you know, some white, white film, on the eye, or some sort of other issue with the eye. So the point is that we say we check him. Um, Rashi says, When do we check him? The point is that we need a checkpoint in the middle. It's not good enough to check at the beginning and the end. We're saying because he was a stress at the beginning and he's a stress at the end, so we can assume he's a stress the whole time. I, we see when we talk about mumin and animals in, by Bechor, by Bechor, in Bechiris, we say that you need to have something in the middle. It's not a, a good enough to have the beginning and the end. You need the beginning, the middle, and the end in order to make that assumption that the animal uh, did not get healed. So the Gemara says, Yeah, that is when we talk about one aver, the eye. There was a specific mum in one aver. Over here, Sris Chamed is important, is yes, it manifests itself in one aver, but, meaning that the person can't produce children, he can't produce Zara, but it is, uh, it is really endemic of an entire uh, body, that there's something wrong with the body entirely. It's considered called Gufay, 
it's an issue with kol gufay, and therefore um, it's good enough to just assume that since at the beginning he was a stress, and at the end he was a stress, so therefore he was a stress the whole time. We don't need that middle checkpoint. Okay, Rabbi Lazar Aimer Loiki. So Rabbi Lazar held the other way around, meaning a stress chama since it's, since he could get cured is a bar chalitza, and a stress uh, a stress adam like a p'tzuadaka. Can, uh, cannot get cured, and therefore, it's not subject to chalitza. So now, Veraminu, we ask the following kasha over here. Ben Esrim Shana, let's say you have somebody who's 20 years old, v'loi hevi shteisaris, you have a raya shuhu ben Esrim, who asris. Okay, so he brings a raya that he's 20, and he has some money, sris, and that is, that's essentially a sris. He's 20 years old, he didn't have any simonim, he has some money, sris, v'loi chalitz v'loi miyamin. Bas Esrim, so that's for a man. Bas Esrim, so the counterpart, male is Sris, female is Islandist. Same idea. 20 years old, no Simonim, uh, no, no, no Cyrus, they have Simonim, Sris, or Islandist, and therefore, and we'll see what the Simonim are, so therefore, we assume it's an Islandist at 20 years old. Okay, so since they are Sris, so therefore, they're not chalitz or miyabim. Ube shamei oimim zeb zeb ben shmona esrei shana. That it's not at twenty years old, but rather at eighteen years old. Now, Rabbi Lazar comes to comment. Rabbi Lazar oimer hazachar. What did we just say? We're talking about a sris chama, right? And we said loy chalitz es v'lo misabemes. Good. Rabbi Lazar comes to comment on this machlekes beishamei beishilol, where beishamei said that it's. Uh, Basil said it's at 20 years old, and Beishame said, what, at what point becomes a stress is at 18 years old. So, so Rabbi Lezer, I'm going So he says, by a Zacha, we're going to go like Basil, that it's 20 years old. By a, by a Nekeva, we're going to go like Beishame, that it's 18 years old. Okay, because the women at a younger age develop quicker. And therefore, we'll say women are 18, that's when they become a stress, and men at 20. But either way, Rabbi Lezer's commenting on this 18 and 20. And on the Beisol and Beishamai, who, when we quoted, said that they don't do chalitza or yibam. And our Mishnah said that in Rabbi Lezer, Estres Chama does do chalitza. Uh, what at least do chalitza, right? So how do we understand that? Um, so it's Akasha. Okay, so Ami Rabbi Bartikuli, Amar Shmuel, Chazer by Rabbi Lezer. You have to say it's a major stira, and Rabbi Lezer was Chazer. Now, Frekta Gemara, Ibai Eluhu, which one? May he Haderbe. Which one was Lazar Was Which one was he Chaiser on? Was he Chaiser on our Mishnah, or was he Chaiser on this Brisa where we quoted the Machlech Yispeshama and Beshil? So Tashma, the Tanya of Eliezer, Aimer, Srischama, Chaylet, Svechalts, and Ishtai. We have a Brisa that says he did, he, that Eliezer holds, you do, you do Chalitza. that he is subject to Chalitza. Shekane, Biminon, Misrapain, because. This is subject to getting healed, meaning a stress comic can get healed. Okay, Alexandria Shomit right? And we saw a story in Alexandria Shomit We saw it manifest itself that it did get healed. And therefore, since we see practically, Relezer says it in a Brysa, and in that Brysa, we alluded to a story generally that would give the Brysa credence. So we see the Brysa, which is saying that according to Relezer, it could get healed. So therefore, he is a subject to Chalitza. And therefore, that's like our Mishnah. So it must be we're Chaiser from the Brysa of Beishama and Beishilo. So now, Relezer, Aymer, no. Rebbe Lazar says, no, 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 no. You, you got this all wrong. There was never a Chazara over here, and there was never a Stira. Rebbe Lazar says like this, Rebbe Lazar, No, Rebbe Lazar was being machria when he said, why he was stepping in there, wasn't to address the Chalitza that Basil was talking about. It was talking to address, at what point do you become a Bar Einshin? 
Because t- until that point, we'll assume you're not necessarily a gadol. So at what point, right? So, th- and this is really a preview for the next suya. Alpi Bashas, the normal way is, let's say, a man turns 13, woman turns 12, they have simanim. So then if you have simanim and shanim, what, which is the ikr, if they work in tandem. But either way, that, we'll discuss that in Nida, we discussed it before. But the idea here is that at 12, with simanim, a normal developing child, they become a gadol. A sris, since they don't have that, so you're not going to know that the child is a gadol until you reach whatever the age in which we can confirm that they're a sris or an islandess. So all Rebbe Lazar was coming to do was say, in regards to ancient, so in regards to ancient, you have to be a gadol in order to punish him. So at sris, when they hit the age of sris, they're subject to ancient. So Rebbe Lazar was coming to be machria, not on the chalitza, but when are you considered an islandess or a sris, man or woman, what do you consider a, a or I Swiss or Islandist? At what age? Rebbe Lazar said it's Machlaikis. He says, okay, I'm going like Beishamai that the age is 20. I'm going like Beisil that the, that the age is 20 for a man. And I'm going like Beishamai that the age is 18 for a woman. Okay, then I'm splitting the two. But he wasn't discussing the Chalitza part of that price. So therefore, it was never a stira. Rebbe Lazar always held Swiss karma was okay. Now, and like we said, it's a preview for the next suggit. Itmar. So again, we said that once. Whatever you hold, 18, 20, but the point is once you're confirmed stress with the Shanim and the Simanim, as we'll discuss, okay, then you're going to be Chayev at that point, you're a Gadol. Now the question is, what happens? So now we know you're a Gadol at 18 and 20, but at what point do we consider you a Gadol? Yeah, right now you definitely are. But what happens from the time you normally, 13, were you a Gadol at 13? What is your status from the age of 12 or 13, man or woman, until confirmed Sriskite? What is the status of that time period? Are you considered a gadol in regards to Einshim? So we're going to see itmar. So right, the Mefarshim will have to struggle with this because we say you're eating twelve from the age of twelve until the age of eighteen. Okay, so that works. That sounds like who? A girl, right? That's a female. Twelve to eighteen. We just said right. Rebbe was machria. Rebbe was machria in the brisa that we're going to go eighteen by a, a girl who we reach godless at age twelve, or at least nairus, right? But who becomes a, a gedola? It's a girl. So it sounds like a or a nikeva, a female. That is the one we're discussing. Yet the Gemara says sris. Okay, so the Rashi and Tesis both here say that it's labdavka sris that we really mean islandess. And one refers to a man, one refers to a woman, and we, used, we just happen to use sris. Okay, we're going to refer to it as the idea of being a sris. A woman version of a sris is an islandess. Okay, called an islandess. Um, so again, the point is that she, uh, this, this girl, at the age, sometime between the age of 12 and 18, she ate chelev. Okay, so from 12 to 18. Now we want to know, after the age of 18, she, she brought to Cyrus. That is definitely Lav Davko. We don't care that she brought to Cyrus. So the point is she got to 18 without to Cyrus. Therefore, at that point, she's a Sris. If they show, if, she has, if, a, if you have, if at the age of Sriskite or Islandist, whatever that age is, 18 or 20, so if you, if once you reach that age and you don't have Shay Cyrus and you have Simone Sris, then you're definitely a Sris. Even if you have, if you have Cyrus later, it doesn't count. It doesn't remove you from being a stress. It's done already. So now that's why this is Mikan, Cyrus, that's Lapdavko. Rav Amar Nasa Sris Lamafreya. So Rav says that you become a Sris, or in our case, we're talking about a girl at the age of 12, becomes an islandess Lamafreya. Right? So it, it turns out that what we're saying is she was a Gdola at age 12, 
And once we know at 18 that she is an islandess, so really she was a gadol at age 12, and therefore we can go ahead and give her malchus for that time period between 12 and 18. That no, that she's still a katan until the later, until 18, until we can confirm this risk. So again, we're, di- we're doubting on what is the status of those years in between when a, we have a normal gedola for a girl, the shanam component of it, and the fact that she doesn't have Cyrus because she's an islandess, what do we do with the time in between 12 and 18? Or for a boy, it would be 13 and 20, at least according to the way Rebbe Lazar was machriah. So maskif l'revyeseif l'rav. Okay, so we have machlekes. So now we're going to ask a kasha according to rav. Islandess l'mafreya uh, so the din is like this. Rameyer Shita argues in the but Rameyer Shita is that an islandess that was an Oynes Mufota, so she would not get the Chamishim Kesef, okay, for Oynes for, for Mufota, so she would not get it unless she is a Naira. She doesn't get it as a Katana, she doesn't get it as a Bagra. Now, normally, again, in a normal developing child, we say that at 12, there's six months of Nairus until 12 and a half. And then, and then she becomes a Gedela, what we call a Begeris. So she's a Katana until 12. She would be a Naira from 12 to 12 and a half. And then Begeris after 12. So now the question is like this. Why, according, if you, Rav, say that it turns out she was a Gedela at age 12, Lema Freya, she was a Gedela Sris. So why does Rameyer hold that an islandess doesn't get a knas. Again, Rameyer holds you only get one at Nairus. So Lumaisa, once you're going back on Afrei, you should say that she went through Nairus. Okay, now this is Dafka, Taisus points out Dafka Kasha on Rav, because according, there's no Dafka Kasha on Rav, because according to Shmuel, since we say that the Yimei Katnus drag, she's a Katana all the way until 18, so there is no Nairus. Nairus is the six-month period from 12 to 12 and a half. That is the Isman Nairus. She was a Katana all the way till age 18, is what we're saying. So the Kasha doesn't start. So there is no Zman Nairus. And therefore, according to Rameyer, Rameyer says only a Naira gets a Knas. This Knas for Ernest Mufoto. So the Kasha is in Rav. So why doesn't she get the Knas? So Amr Abaya, Mekatnusa Yatsasalabagar. That no, we skip Nairus. This is the answer. That you know what? We said she becomes a Gadala. We didn't say she becomes a Naira. She goes straight from Katanas to Bagaris. She's a gedola, but she's a bagarah. She doesn't have the idea, this concept of nairus. Ooh, that's a good shot. You should say this for my name. They should say such beautiful, such beautiful pshat in my name. Detanya. And I talk to see like Bryce says Rabbi like this, that this is the pshat. That a sris cannot be a ben sarimer. Why? Because a ben sarimer requires chasimas zakana takhtan. It has to have Cyrus. Vain islandist does can naira murasa and a islandist cannot be a naira murasa. Shemekat nusa yotsa We see this idea here that an islandist in her development, she goes, she skips over Nairus. That the, whatever point it is, there is no Nairus. Whether you go like Shmuel and it's at 18, or whether you go like Rav, we're saying at 12, she would become a Gedola, but there's no Zman Nairus. She goes directly from Katnus to Bagras. Okay, and that is this idea, So now, the following things are in a state of flux. Okay, that we can't settle them. Simone Sris, Ba'ilanis, Uben Shmoina. And a child that is born after, right, is, is an eight month baby. 
Okay, that until they reach, obviously we're talking about Simonis, Tris, and Islandis, until they reach the age of 20, meaning that these are, and Sris and Islandis and a Ben Shemina are things that are in a state of flux until we can determine at a later date what their status is. So, Frech Gemara, one second. Ben Shemina mi kachaya. Does a eighth-month baby live at all? It's problematic. Eighth-month baby, we know, doesn't live. Tanya, the Bryce says Ben Shemina, hareu ke'even, that an, eight, an eight-month baby is like a stone, meaning on Shabbos, so you're not allowed to also taltal, you're not allowed to carry it. It's mukta because it's not going to live. It's dead. It's like a stone. As far as we're concerned, it's dead. That the mother can um, lean over the baby, can't lift up the baby, but can lean over the baby and position herself in a way to allow the baby to nurse. Because it's a sakana, Rashi here, so if you remember Rashi and Shabbos said that it's a sakana's aim. Okay, Tysus argued there, he said it's Bisham Tsar, like Mapis Morsa, it's Tavashenim Skaven, and therefore you'd be okay. But Rashi here says it's Sakana Shnehem. Okay, and, and the Bach asks on it, he says, I am Tysus for another, for another shot, um, Tysus over there in Shabbos. But anyway, okay, so the point is, however, that you, the mother cannot lift up the baby. It is considered because an eight month baby doesn't live. So the Gemara says, that we're talking about an eight month baby that is fully developed. Meaning, normally, and this, is, this is something, and this is the way we actually paskin today in regards to brism and things like that. That there's an idea here that if the baby is fully developed, it's not really an eight month baby. You know what it is? It's a seventh month baby, which could live, that's fully developed, healthy baby, that decided to hang out in the mother's womb for a little bit longer. It happened to have been born in the eighth month, but it's the seventh month baby, and therefore it's okay. And where do we see this idea? The Tanya, Ezer ben Shemayna. What is a ben Shemayna? Kol shalei kolo chadasha. Rebbe oimer. So that's the Tanakhama. We go like Rebbe. Rebbe says, Simana mechichan olav. It depends. If the baby's fully developed, Sarai v'tziparnav shalei gamru. Okay, taima shalei gamru. Hagamru, I mean, in hai bar who? So only if it doesn't have fully developed simonim, fingernails, hair, etc. But if it is fully developed, then we say it's a seven month baby. It waited, it chilled out, and hung out in the mother's room for a little bit longer, and decided to come out later. But it's really a seven month baby. Ah, so that seems to be, again, the Tanakama said it's not good. Rabbi says it seems to be it is good. And what we're going to ask is, and we actually pass on this as well, if the baby's fully developed, okay, this is how it's brought down in the Ramah, etc. So, so Elaha, I, how could, the question here was, I'm going to say, how could we follow Rebbe and say that Ishtihi, that we say that the baby, in, baby born in the eighth month is really a seventh month baby that just decided to wait. How could we paskin like that? And how could we paskin like that, right? So, So we have a story here where a woman, her husband went overseas on a business trip, okay? And how long was he away for? 12 months. The Achshare. Okay, so he was away for 12 months and she had a baby. And he said the baby's kosher. We don't have to assume the lots of moms are. Now, she wasn't with her husband for 12 months. So what did, what did we say? So we paskin. So Rubba allowed it. Why did he allow it? He said that no, really, it's a, it's a ninth month baby. And that baby decided to hang out in the mother's womb for another three months. But really, it's, an, it's a regular baby. Okay, so we see this concept of ishtai. That it could, it, could, it could wait to come out even though it's developed. So the Gemara says, Kirebi, Damar Mishtah. No, we're going to go like a Das Yachid. And that's really the question. Again, like I said, in the story, we paskin like a Das Yachid. We paskin like this. So what's going to happen? We paskin like a Das Yachid. So the Gemara answers, Keep it the Ikar Rabbi Shimon Lil, Damar Mishtahi, 
that really Rabbi Shimon Gamliel also agrees with it, and therefore it's now considered, since we have Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, it's considered a Das Rabbim. Since we have the Das Rabbim, so that is going to count, and we can pass on that. The Tanya, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Eimer, Kol Shesha, Lamin Yoyim Ba'adam, Enoi Nethel. Okay, any, as, and, and we see, we pass it. Kol Shesha, Lamin Yoyim Ba'adam, Enoi Nethel. Now, how could you say this? What we're saying is, is that if the baby lasts for 30 days, even if it's an eighth month baby, it's not going to be considered a Nethel. So the only way to possibly say this, that the, that if because we, we know, we said from the Bryson before, that an eighth-month baby is ke'evin. It's not going to live. It's considered dead already. Okay, it's a stone. So, Elamai, you have to say this concept, the only way that, that if it waits 30 days, that it's not going to be a nafel, you have to say that it's because the baby is really a seventh-month baby, fully developed, and it just waited to come out. Okay, and therefore... That's how it lived. Now, let's go into the Simon of the Sris, and we'll get back to finish up the Mishnah. We'll go to the next Mishnah. Tan Rabban. Ezo Sris Chama. What is a Sris Chama? Again, so it's born this way. So what is considered a Sris Chama? Kol Shu Ben Esrim. If it's 20 years old, V'loi Hevi Shtei Cyrus. It didn't bring Shtei Cyrus. V'afilu Hevi La'achar Mikan. And even if after the age of 20, it brings Shtei Cyrus, too late. Hareu Kisris L'chol Devara. Now, that's talking specific to Sar. What are these, what are these Simani Sris, specific to Sris? How do we identify it? Be'lein Simon of Kosha Enle Zikan. Okay, it does not have a beard. Usa'are Lakoi. It has a type of like wispy hair. Ubisare Machlik. And it has smooth skin. Okay, certainly for a man, he should have hair and other, other parts of his skin. That if we, when he goes to the bathroom, when he urinates, it doesn't bubble up. So then we know that there's something wrong. The Yeshayimim call Amato Mayim Sakifa. And this was like what we discussed before. Abaye said that if he goes to, he urinates, he goes to the bathroom and it doesn't make an arch, meaning that there's no pressure coming out that his urine just kind of drips out. The Yeshayimim call Shechva Zare Doicha. That his Shechva Zara is Doicha, meaning it's not, it doesn't have a, um, it, it's, it, it doesn't have the normal viscosity. Okay, it's much, it's much, uh, it's much, it, it's much, it runs more, okay, it's, it's a lot lighter, it's not as concentrated. That if his urine doesn't smell after a period of time, okay, you leave it in, in a bowl, and, right, you leave, you, that it would not smell, so then we know there's something wrong with Another simon of sris is, that a person in the cold weather goes to a hot, Bathhouse, and the heat doesn't uh, doesn't his body doesn't soak up the heat. So he comes out and his skin is still cold, even though he went through a hot hot bath. You can tell in his voice. If you can't tell whether it's a man or a woman based on his voice, that's another Simonis So we have a whole host of Simonim over here. Those are specific to Sris. So what for an island is for a female? Kolshi Bas Esrim. So if she's 20 years old, again, she doesn't bring even if she brings it again, we said, once you crossed over, we said, once you cross over, the island is, even if you bring the sar later, it's too late. So what are the simonim of an island? So she's not developed, she's not developed in her chest area. That she tenses up during Tashmish, and Rashi says that Tashmish is, is difficult for her. Tashmish kashallah, so we know that's a simon, that's a sign that, that she's an island. So Shimon Shifuli me ayim kinashim. That the bone structure, her bone structure um, around, the, uh, around the pelvic area 
is not uh, defined in a way of normal women. Rav Shimon ben Elazar Oimer, kol shekoyla ava, she has a deep voice, vein in a keres, vein ish, same idea that we had by man. Now, okay, so we discussed a whole bunch of simonim. Itmar, how many of these simonim do you have to have? Itmar, simone sris, Rav Huna Amar ad You have to have all of them. To be a confirmed sris, you have to have all of them. Rav Yechon Amar afilu ba'echan mehem. Even if you have any one of them. Now, hecha dahavishte sires bezakan. Okay, so if a person in the beard area has shtei Cyrus. So then, So if you have shtei Cyrus, and Tesis asks, well, what do you mean? This is a sign, we said that a, semi, a sign of Sris is not having it. So he explains, no, 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 that when we talk about uh, having hair, we mean a beard, it means a beard. It doesn't mean to have a couple of wispy hairs. So like this, if, but if there are a couple of hairs or patches of hair, but not a defined beard. So if there's a couple, a little bit of hair, so then in order to say your stress, you have to have all the other simani stress in order to kind of remove, remove or to negate the, 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 the cyrus that are in the beard area. Then you'd have to have all of them. Kipligi, so again, that everybody agrees to. That's no machlekes. Kipligi, bishalei hevi. So when there's not even any hair in the beard area, so what do you need to make that person a stress? Do you need all the simanim or any one of them? That Rabbi Baravua told Rabbanan, I knew Baby Rav Nachman. Go look into Rav Nachman. Now, this was Rav Nachman, who we have quoted. His wife was Yalta, right? We know, we know who his wife is. I don't know. I guess if, if the Shidduch went through, so then this is the Rabbi Baravua that he was talking about his daughter, Yalta. Okay. But now, anyways, so Rabbi Baravua said to Rabbanan, I knew Baby Rav Go look into this Rav Nachman. If his busser is my level, meaning go check, it's an easy one to check. See, when he walks out of the, uh, the bathhouse in the freezing cold, is there steam coming off his body? He just came out of the bathhouse, yes or no? So what do we see? So the Gemara says, It sounds like Ravuna. What are available holds that the only way you're going to be a Sris is if you have all of them. So all we need to do is check one. And as long as we see Bisra Malahevel, then he doesn't have all the Simani Sris, and then I can move forward with the Shidduch. So the Gemara says, right, and we're saying, Karavuna, we're passing, Karavuna, the Gemara says, Loi, Rav Nachman, Sichi, Dikna, Havile. No, the only reason we would have needed by Rav Nachman to confirm him as a Sris is because he did Taka have some hair, so he had patches of hair in his beard area, and therefore, for him, but we're not passing that way for a normal situation, if there was no hair at all, could be, like we said, there's no machlaikis that... We, only one of them. And we said there's no machlekes if it, that everybody agrees that you have to have all of them if there's hair in the barrier. Now, let's just go back to the Mishnah. So, the Mishnah, we started to quote, and we'll finish up to the Mishnah. We'll just go through the last few didim here in the Mishnah. So, the Mishnah to start, as you recall, brought a machlekes of Kiva and Rebbe Lazar, okay, in regards to which one is subject to chelets, a sris chama or a sris adam. And then we said... We had hate and then the Mishnah said a generic that a sris. Now we don't know which one. So now we know what's an, a sris and an islandist. Now, there's no such thing as a pesuadaka by, by an islandist, right? So what is the sris and the islandist? That's talking about a sris chama. And what does it say? So the, all the Gemara is trying to point out is. Which, which, which sris is like an islandess? 
That's not Sris Adam. Islandness is only Sris Chama, and therefore that's what we're talking about. And we're saying it's no Chalitza. So, Katari Sris Dumya da Islandness. Ma Islandness be Deshemaim, Af Sris be Deshemaim. Vistama Karebi Akiva. So we're going like Rabbi Akiva, the Amar Bidei Adam in Bidei Shemayim Loi. Okay, so that part of the Mishnah, when we kind of rediscussed Sris not being Chalitz, is going like Rabbi Akiva. That's all we're coming to prove here. Okay, and we said, but let's move on to the next part. So what was the point? Hasris, so a Sris that is not subject to Chalitza, that does Chalitza anyway, Hasris, Shechalitz Libimtai, Loi Pasa. So it's not going to pass her from Kuhuna. However, Ba'ala, if a sris, meaning not subject to even, so what is the status of a sris for, let's say, is the only brother or whatever it is, and the woman wouldn't follow the Yibam and he's boiled her? It's an Aishas Achshalad Makam Mitzvah, right? There is no mitzvah at all for sris in this situation. So therefore, Baala Pasla. So he's boiled her to Bias Znos and he'll pass her to Kuhuna. Okay, Mipnesha Yibilaz Znos, like we said. In the Mishnah. So then, the Gemara wants to just, is just hopping on one point. We said Bala, only if this Sris, Tama de Bala, who? So only because this Sris was the one that was Baal her. Ha, Acher, but let's say she would have been Baal to somebody from the, from the Shuk, right? So she would have been then, she, she would still be subject to, it wouldn't passle her to Kahuna. It's not considered a Bias Nus. Okay, could still be that she would she would be subject to yibum. Let me tell you, you have to Rav Hamnuna. Must be that it was another boy too. That he was. There was another boy beside the stories. Otherwise, she's not. I have to say, there's another. Yeah. Well, uh, or uh, that apostles her to Kahuna is what we're really discussing over here. That apostles her to Kahuna, right? Time of the Bala who. That's why the Havi Yuzayin and the Nimble lost Bala Shalom Malka Mitzvah. Be he Yisola Bekaris. Okay, ha acher. If she went ahead, right? You have to say otherwise she wouldn't be subject. She wouldn't be Yibam Shuk. That has to be another brother, right? Okay, so ha acher loy. Okay, so if she would go ahead, let's say there was another brother and she went ahead and was boil somebody from the shuk, so she th- that wouldn't passle her. Okay, leimetav tiftiv to the Reb Hamnuna the Amar Shemeres Yavam Shezinsa Psul Yavama. We see that it would passle her if she was boil the shuk. So it would be, a, it would, it, so it would be based on the diak of our Mishnah, it would slug up this din of Ramham Nuna. Someone says, no, no, don't make that diak. Really, if, if she would be by anybody else, we'd have the same problem, okay? Meaning it would passel her as well, like Ramham Nuna, okay? But why did we say, why did we say Balahu? Because we wanted to come. Who I didn't feel the Nami, but I did ton of Reisha We talked about him doing Chalitza, so we talked about him doing Be'ila. But really, it's La Davka. If she would be Baal him, or at least according to Reb Nuna, anybody else from the Shukah would puzzle her to, uh, to be able to do Yibam. Okay. Then the Mishnah finished. So if you have an Islandish, again, she doesn't fall to Yibam. Same idea with just a woman. She wouldn't fall to Yibam to anybody. So Shechotzula Achen, like Pasla. So the chalitza is nothing because she never felt the yibam. Ba'ala, okay, if one of the brothers was bile, this islandess, it's Aishas Achshal and Makam Mitzvah, so then possibly she should be able to say, just going to make one more deal. Taila, Taima, de Ba'ala, Haloi, Haloi, So we're trying to say like this. You know why she's puzzled to Kahuna? She's puzzled to Kahuna. We said that the islandess would puzzle if one of the brothers would bile her because it's Aishas Achshal and Makam Mitzvah, it's a Chayvik Rhesus. She becomes a she becomes a, a zaina through this bia, and that's why she's puzzled. Okay, so it was only an islandess in this situation would be puzzled to Kahuna because because Balua. Okay, command like Rabbi Yehuda. 
That, our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yehuda. And this is not a kasha, we're just stating an obvious fact. Our Mishnah is not going like to Rabbi Yehuda because it's Dafka Bala that will pass all to Kahuna. But the Iker Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Island, is Zainahi. If you remember, we discussed what makes a Zaina. We had a wide range of what makes a Zaina. Chayve Krisis, Chayve Mises Bezdin. We had um, as simple as an Islandist. We had Chayve Asay, Chayve Lav. We had a Mishnah at the end of the fourth parak that discussed. Um, I think it was at the end of the fourth paragraph that discussed all this. So we see that it's not like Rabbi Yehuda because it's Dafka, if, if Bala, that makes her into a Zaina because they shach shalom makam etzvah. Um, and an islandist is naturally a Zaina because he learns from the Pusik that it, I forgot what's Pusik, but something about like Mazriya. He has to be able to, it has to be able to be moilid to produce children in order to not be a Zaina. They learned it from a Pusik there. Okay, and if so, she is, and she's naturally a Zaina. So, to just look at that. We have time for Chazara for like the first time in a long time. One second. One second, one second. Just give me, just give me, give me, give me two minutes. I'm just going to do a quick Chazara and then, okay. So the first, so we discussed the idea of Swiss Chama. We said, what is a Swiss Chama? That there was Shalei Ra, Shal Achas Bekashrusa. And Abaya said at the beginning, so we said it's Lab Davka, that this is the only one, but he said maybe this is the earliest simon, that is the Matomai Me'ena Isakifa. Okay, and how did, we said, we discussed how does this idea of Swiss Chama occur? Either mother uh, baked in the middle of the day, too hot, or drank uh, the wrong type of alcohol. Okay, that created a problem. So we said, according to Rebbe Kiva, we just asked one final question. Why do we say that a Swiss Chama is potter from Chalitza? Why aren't we chayshish? Then maybe at some point we said a Swiss Chama is subject to getting healed. Maybe they got healed. So the Mara said, well, since born with Swiss Chama, died a Swiss Chama. So we assume that the Swiss Chama is good. We asked the Kashim Bechiris that when it came to Mum, Mum and Shabbayin, that we said it's not good enough to assume that it was always possible from the beginning to the end. You have to have in the middle. Had to check three times within the 80-day period. And the Gemara said, well, that's different. That was Eber Echad, but Sris Chama is endemic of the fact that there is something wrong with the entire guf, manifested in one Eber, but there's a problem with the entire guf. Okay, and then Rabbi Lazar said that a Sris Chama does Chalitza because there is Rafua. And we asked, a, which we asked what we thought was a stira and nida when we discussed at what point is, is islandness confirmed. We had Machlikas Pesham and Basil is at age 20 or 18. Rabbi Lazar was Machria and said for a Nekeva it's 18, for a Zachar it's 20. And we see, and that was discuss, discussing the Brysa that Pesham and Basil were discussing at what point does he do Chalitza. So we see Rabbi Lazar holds you do do Chalitza. Shris Chama does. I, I'm sorry, it says at that point you don't do Chalitza. So we see Rabbi Lazar holds it. Shris Chama does not do Chalitza. Okay, so the Gemara said, we had two ways of answering this. Either we said, uh, we said that he had to be Hadar, and we said, which one's the correct one? Our Mishnah's the correct one. Why? Because the Brisa, which said, Brisa brought one like our Mishnah, saying that a Swiss Chama does do Chalitza, we had a Misa that was attached to it. Okay, or we say that really, Rabbi Lazar never held in the Brisa that we brought, or the Mishnah and Nido never held that it was, that, that a Swiss uh, that a Sris would be Asr, wouldn't be subject to Chalitza. The only thing that Rebbe Lezor was in Machria there was on the age of what a Sris or an Alexis is in regards to Einchim, to which got us into the Surya, the Machlaikis that we had between Rav and Shmuel. What happened? So we know at 18 or 20, right? Like Rebbe was Machria, 18 or 20, that the child, well, let's say we're talking about a girl, it's 18, she turns into an island. So the question is, what is her status from the age of 12 through 18? So we said it's a Machlaikis, whether we're saying Sris Lamachria and she's a Gedela from the age of 12, or whether she only becomes a Gedela at 18 once she's a confirmed Sris. And we tried to ask a question, I, according to Rav, Dafka Rav, we said we explained why Tysus explained why it wasn't a Kasha according to Shmuel. Dafka, according to Rav, well, why, according to a mayor, does an does it does why is there no knas for an islandess? We should say she went through Nairus and the Gemara came up with this concept of saying yes, even though according to Rav, 
we go back to the age of 12, there is no nairus. The normal nairus, age 12 to 12 and a half, that we, we say, Mikatnusa Yasa, And we brought another idea, and Rabbi Yosef loved this idea. He came up with a bracer that confirmed the same idea. Okay. Then we discussed, um, we just said that we discussed different things that are in a state of flux. So we said, Simone Sris, until we can confirm them, and you have the age. We don't know. They're in a state of flux until they hit that age. And another thing was a bench minor. We asked a bench minor doesn't live. And we said a bench minor uh, that is born really could live if it's fully developed. We know it's a bench shiva and it's a shlewuye that it, it hung around in the mother's womb and came out delayed. It came out delayed, but it really is a seventh month baby. And we actually paskin like this. And we said, how can we paskin like this? It's a das yachad. It's rabbi. We said, no, Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel also holds to this concept that, um, why? Because we say that any, any child that lives for 30 days, even an eighth month baby lives for 30 days, is not an eighth. Why? Must be because it's a seventh month baby that hung around for longer. And then we discussed the Simone Sris, the whole host of them. And we just had a machlekes. Simone Sris, how many of them do you have to have? So we said, Rav Huna held until you have all of them. And... Um, Rav Huna held until you have all them, and Rav Yechanan held, even if you only have one. We said that everybody agrees that if there are some hair in the beard area that you, in order to disprove that person, to make him into a stress, you'd have to have all them. It's only a question of, of if the person has no hair in the beard, do you just need one of them or do you need all of them? We tried to, we had a story of Rav Nachman that, uh, they, 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 that um, Rabbi Baravua said, go check into Rabbi Nachman to see if his bisra is Malahevel, which is one of the simani of Sris, and if not, he can marry my daughter. And we said, is he paskining like Rav Huna, that you need to have all of them? We said, no, that he had, Hitaka had some here in, in his uh, beard area, and therefore, um, and therefore, we just had to, we just needed one, uh, to prove one instance of the fact that he wasn't a Sris, and that would have been good enough. Um, and then we just, to finish up our Mishnah, we discussed the idea of Sris Lechadz on the Amim, which is, sounded generic, but we were able to prove from the fact that it came along with islandness that we're talking about a Sris Chama, and that is Kinsitas Rabbi Akiva. And then we discussed that the Sris does not do the, uh, doesn't do Chalitza, okay? And, I'm sorry, if a, if a Sris does Chalitza, it doesn't passel her, it doesn't, it wouldn't passel, it wouldn't passel her for Kuna because it, it had nothing, right? Again, that's Xavier Durabanan, but if, if the Sris was Baala, then it would make her into a Zaina. The Gemara said, oh, we'll make it a Diyak. Ah, only if the Sris is Baala, it makes her into a Zaina. But if somebody else, Yivam Lashuk, it won't make her into a Zaina, it won't possible her to Yibam. And the Gemara said, and that's, that would sound not like Rav Hamnuna, which we didn't like. The Gemara said, no, it's La Davka. We were only discussing the Sris being Baal her because we discussed the Sris doing Chalitza to her, but it's really La Davka. And then, however, in the Seifo, where we talked about the islandess, an islandist shecholza that it doesn't affect her at all because she's an islandist. When we when we spoke um, at the end, when we discussed, um, we said in regards to Bala that would possible her. Now we did make the diak, and we said, you know what, our Mishnah can't be going like Rabbi Yehuda because it's only because she had a bilas nus that it would possible her for kuhuna. But but if a natural islandist would be okay, that's not like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds that any islandist is considered designer.